Hello and welcome to the Zionics podcast. This is episode five. I'm your host, Ben Caruso, and today I'm joined by uh, Matt Barton, who is a physio at One Point Health. Uh, Matt also happens to be my physiotherapist, so we got him in here today to have a chat about all things physiotherapy and just sort of also show kind of what they do and and some of the results that they get. Um, I think a lot of people might not... um, understand exactly their role and and what they can do but i swear by them so i don't um i think this will be very handy for everyone that's listening uh first of all matt welcome to the podcast thanks ben thanks for having us right not a problem um just firstly want to ask you um how what made you want to become a physiotherapist and you know how did you go about becoming one okay um yeah for me sort of through school i guess particularly in the later years, like yeah, year 9, 10, 11, 12, really sort of struggled with what I wanted to do, particularly sort of post-school and um, obviously went down the road to trying trades and, you know, work experience, worked in insurance a little bit as well. Um, I took a year off just to work because I still wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but working in a couple of different areas and industries and things that made me sort of realise that I wanted to do something relative to sport um so for me given the atar for physio is ridiculous like 99 at the time or whatever it was really i didn't get that atar so um i had to go not sort many of people would. nah not many people do yeah it's pretty hard to get into so mm. um i went down and did a exercise and sports science at acu at strathfield and sort of going through that then found the passion for rehabilitation and you know that sort of then I guess led me into to physio from there. So yeah, okay. And is there different? You just said touched on uh, rehabilitation. Is there is is there different avenues of physiotherapy more more specific, like a masters or something like that? Or yeah, it- yeah. So you can obviously, if you get the ATAR, you can get into the bachelor's program, which mm-hmm. is a four year course. Mm-hmm. And if you well, if you don't get that mark, you can then try get in through an undergraduate degree in like a health science or a sports science, but then you've got to get a pretty high GPA, um, okay. you know, sort of average to, to then be considered to, well, hopefully be accepted into one of the unis that runs the the master's program, which is two years. So for me, it was five years of, of full-time study. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I guess for you, um, you know, why, what is it, what is it about physiotherapy um, that like interested you? Um, is it is it just also an element there where you like like is it just helping people? Um, is it more you know hands on? Is that what is it that makes you want to be? Yeah, I think it's um, obviously that uh, 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 you know to some extent obviously helping people to try and become the best version of themselves. But I think for me as well, I always like to be trying to do something different or improve myself and i like with physio there's so many different types of physios and different things that you can sort of go into so there's a lot of variety you're not necessarily treating the same thing over and over and over again particularly within a private practice setting which is where i've obviously started my work so i didn't go into the hospital setting or anything like that um but yeah I, i like the degrees of freedom that you're able to have as a physio in that setting. So it's always different um, and there's not sort of set procedures that you have to follow where 
in a hospital, it, it is a little bit more okay. protocol and proceduristic sort of yeah. approach to, well, what, to treatment. One thing I've noticed, because um, I've done both um, the hospital, I won't get into that, but mm. when I do my physio sessions at yours, like the amount of like, you can have multiple conversations with four or five different people in mm. different, you got podiatrists there, you got the surgeons, yep. you got, you know, everybody sort of, so many times I go, hey, what do you reckon about this? Or what do you mm. say? So you always got that professional, like offsider, professional advice to mm. bounce things off. Yeah. Which are cool. Like that's what I notice. It's mm. like, oh, well, at least they're, they're always on the go. They're always understanding what's mm. next. And, you know, what do you, don't do that, do this. Like, you know, everyone's kind of, it's really like, it's great. Yeah. It's a really yeah. professional environment. Yeah. Um, so I guess, um, the next question is, is, um, you know, with, I suppose with me in particular, mm. um, what, what are the things that you are trying to achieve, um, out of that? I mean, obviously I've got my own things that I say, look, this is playing up, this is working. What, what can we do? You help me. But, um, is there, is like, what are you trying to achieve with someone like me? Is it just to, um, you know, or we could use another, if someone else has got another ailment or impairment, mm. you know, um, what, what are you trying to achieve? Well, I guess it's, um, well, it always comes back to what the patient wants to get out of yep. the treatment as okay. well. Um, and that's what I like about it too. Some people, it could even be literally, how can I hang my clothes out on the line without my shoulder hurting? versus someone wants to get to that next level of sport and how do I try and get the most out of my body to get to that sort of level. So firstly, it's always relative to what the patient's goals are and whether they're realistic or not. So they're things that we obviously try and discuss and then advise a plan in order to try and achieve that. So for yourself, it's obviously trying to get the most out of, you know, what the situation is in order to keep you well, functional, strong and mobile and be able to do mm. um, as many things yeah. as possible independently without, you know, yeah. having issues doing those sort of things, you yeah. know, so or having if, the confidence to do it. So if I came to you and said, I want to be a UFC fighter, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? I know that's it. Yeah. Just to make it simple for everyone. Nah, like, yeah. You've got to be realistic with people yeah. and that's where we sort yeah. of come and go, well, okay. maybe that's not realistic, but yeah. we can always break yeah. those goals down and then work into smaller goals because yeah. um, it's always people will look at where they want to be, but they don't look at the in-between mm. and where they have to, what yeah. the, the, the boxes they have to tick yeah. in order to get to that yeah. end goal. So um, well, breaking all, it down like that, I think is... Well, you're always important. saying to me, like, it's all good and well, you come in here and listening to me for 45 minutes and That's training it. and doing what we're doing. Yeah. But if you're not going away on your own time and actually working on hundred percent, by the time you come back for your next appointment, you're like, "What have you done? Nothing." That's well, it. Well, we're we're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. Um, and I'm a big advocate for that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. As physios, we we can get people better, but it's up to you to do the work as well. So yeah. if you're thinking that you're going to come in for half an hour or an hour and it's going to be fixed in that amount of time, it's up to you to want to do yeah. the extra. 90 percent at home yeah um in order to achieve those results and in, in order to achieve those results yeah um yeah and i think um that's i mean for me it's easy because i kind of i'll enjoy it training and exercising is kind of something that i enjoy doing yeah um but i guess uh, having you in here today 
I suppose it would be we could talk about the whole body. Mm. I was thinking like maybe we should just focus on one of the parts that we've definitely worked on with me mm. and we've actually seen results. And I mm. thought that we'd talk about my, what would you call it? You know, the hand was rotating. You couldn't really, we couldn't. Like grasping and gripping yeah, and like stuff. We couldn't, yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't um, rotate my hand all the way around. Yeah, um, yeah. We just worked on that and now yeah. grips come back. Yeah. Everything like that. So yeah. do you want to explain to the people like just how, um, you know, first of all, like, you looked at my you looked at it and you instantly like and i'll tell everyone you just instantly went yeah well what that is it's because of this is not working or functioning properly yeah yeah so particularly well with us screening patients or like people that have like any sort of like neurological sort of stuff going on or you know muscular or any neurological sort of thing Mm -hmm. we obviously would look at assessments on how well the muscles capability is to move or is it able to move yeah. or, or to stimulate or to contract you know okay, in order yeah, to do yeah. something so so just on contract you're talking about like the muscle actually you know, yeah like me so if i was to do a bicep curl like contracting it would be yeah. sort of going like versus if someone yeah. with a neurological uh condition yeah. couldn't contract their bicep okay well if it's not moving we can't train it because there's yeah. no yeah. There's no stimulation to the muscle, yeah. if that makes sense. And that's so, one of the things that could happen to people like me is that the muscles can just seize up. Yeah, and you if there's progressive no weakening and there's yeah. continued atrophy, then in yeah. order to yeah. stimulate that muscle, then becomes a lot harder, yeah. therefore making functional activities like gripping or carrying or um, lifting a lot more difficult to yeah. do. So. That's where we look at what's working and what's not and grading that muscle depending on how well it contracts and moves. And if there's still movement there, then it's obviously still something that we can train. Yeah. And then obviously in regards to the hand example, we know that it was just more a a restriction in the elbow that was causing it and also the strength of the, the fingers. Yeah. Um and working on those sort of bits and pieces without getting too technical, as you said, can make a big difference just by you know carrying groceries or lifting or holding weights in the gym. So we're able to lift, you know, a little bit more in the gym as well, which is better for other areas and mm. stuff as well. And um, you know, with the grip as well, looking at you know because we weren't able to properly close the fist as well. Now that we've got that more movement, we're able to actually do yeah. a proper closure of yeah. the grip of of the hand as well, which. Yeah. Is very important for yeah. for lifting as well. Yeah, and just to like sort of put an exclamation mark on, like if I stop doing the stuff that you tell me to do, mm. it goes backwards. Yes, very very quickly. So yeah, for me, like you talked about goals, you talked about all that. For me, it's like okay, there's a problem. Could be won't get too technical, but could be secondary. Could be directly related to the yeah. disability. Yeah, but if it's secondary you've got a good chance of fixing it because it's secondary, but you've yeah. got to, what I've discovered in my own time and everything like that is um, that if you stop like anything, if you've been a, I don't know, a bodybuilder and you stop, you're going to lose your, your muscles. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Relative. Within the, the first couple of weeks, couple of weeks you're going to exactly. get some sort of um, um, atrophy in the yeah. muscle to some I th- extent. I yeah. think one thing is, is that like, just to put a, another point on it is that, it's it's not like it i can just feel like the diff but it takes longer it's not like i'm losing bulk or anything quickly and it's just fading away it's like for me because like, i think because it's all movement stuff mm. so and it's not muscles that 
they're just being affected by other areas of the body. Yeah. Um, but I think that's my point is, is that basically, um, yes, you start to see that, oh, there's different, but it, it doesn't go backwards to the beginning very quickly. It takes no, no, a little no. bit longer. Yeah, but, it takes um, a little bit longer. Yeah. 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 The body as well, particularly with neurological uh, conditions, it's very smart. It will always, if something is not working properly, it will find another way another to way. try and do the same thing. We obviously come in to try and identify what that is mm. and how can, or is it reversible? Mm. And how can we train it to be a bit more of a, well, I shouldn't say normal sort of, um, you know, behavior, but how can we sort of train it the right way to get things trying to activate and, and work yeah. a little bit more in a, in a better manner? Yeah. And I suppose that's what I was saying about like secondary. There are some things that we won't get into detail, but um, there are some things that are just affected by the disease. Yeah. That's just affected by it. Um, yeah. And again, it's, um, again, though, like it's it's not the excuse for everything. So yeah, no, no. we have to try. It's like, hey, I got this. And I don't know. I think last, I think we spoke about um, one of the, I had a question about the anatomy of the shoulder and you, basically told me everything I needed to know ever about yeah. a shoulder. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But yeah, and once we started talking and I said, look, you know, I think it's, it. I looked into it online, I thought it was this, but I just want your guidance on what exercises. And I could tell you, like, just by that, we've added a couple more. And like, I've been doing it over the weekend and the last week and already you can see. Yeah. Not, it's not like, um, uh, it's not an aesthetic thing. No, nah. it's not an. It's still. It's not like all of a sudden it looks. It's not about that. It's yeah, about yeah. oh, all of a sudden that's functioning better. Yeah, I can and mm. and I can feel it actually doing more of what it's supposed to do. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So I suppose that that's all I really wanted to touch on, like exactly, um, sort of what what you do, what you can do, and and you know you're not. You're not saying I'm curing people. You're not saying I'm fixing nah, no, every no. problem. It's like no. this is something that you can fix if yeah. you want to. Obviously, um, you, you've been dealing with me. Um, I'm a mm -hmm. muscular dystrophy patient. Mm -hmm. um, and I suppose we already touched on the fact that um, we, we, we try and fix secondary. Um, and, and I suppose we push a few boundaries too. Like we have a go. At a lot of different things, yeah. which like you might say, oh, let's give this a go. Um, oh no, that didn't work. And well, that's that's a good point. So, just the other day, we we're doing some trying to do some the muscle that we spoke about earlier, which is mm -hmm. some uh, bit of the shoulder, mm -hmm. and we tried to do like a couple of things with weights, mm -hmm. and then you kind of were watching me, and you kind of just went, "Look, I don't think we don't do the weight. Mm -hmm. Let's do it with free." free mm -hmm. weights um, yep. just focus on the movement and then yeah. we went and did like you went and took me through two or three other exercises which we actually still got one hell of a workout yeah just by not using you know so there's a lot of i suppose i just wanted to yeah get your input in like some of the methods that you that you would use like um you know you use for whether it be free weights but like but just sort of explain like you would go through that process yeah. To get to that. As I said, it's going to depend on, well, straight away, the goals. Okay. Mm -hmm. So someone like yourself that's motivated and trained in the gym, I'm, I'm going to be more inclined to go into the gym and use equipment, yep. you know, versus someone that just wants to be able to pick up laundry 
and they've got no interest in lifting weights, I will design exercises that have meaning to yep. them and okay. what they want to try and achieve because okay. the best exercises or the best stretches, you know, whatever it is that your therapist is giving you is the ones that get done. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can have the fanciest exercise program, but if you're not doing it, what's the point? Yeah. You know, but, um, but yeah, look, in regards to exercise prescription and prescribing an exercise to someone, it's the ability to, if we need, like, as you just said, you know, the weights, I could see that the, the control wasn't there. So I'm always thinking, how can I progress an exercise to make it harder versus if it is too hard, how can I drop it back or what can I change? Do I change positions? Do we mm. go without weights? Do I start with bands? Do we let gravity assist it? All of these things to try and get the same sort of effect. And then th that's how I sort of think about or programs, movements, exercises for patients um, because it's more quality of yeah. movement rather than yeah. pure just quantity of just yeah. doing something for the sake of it if we don't know why we're doing it. Yeah. So just on the free weights part, like not using the weight, like I know for a fact, like if you give me something that's like, okay, we tried to do it and it was like, I, I can get a little bit frustrated because like, mm. I – you know, but you would just say, no, 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 do it this way. And then like we alternate it. And then it's, it's a funny thing. Like once you start doing it over and over, like if you, by the time you, I get to the third set and you can test to this and, mm. I, I, and I've mm. seen it myself mm. is that um, by the third set, you'll be going, that looks excellent. Like mm. You're actually doing it exactly how you should be yeah, um, because you got that muscle memory and you got that muscle, what's the word? Apathy. It's neuro or neuromuscular adaptation. Neuromuscular where, adaptation. Yeah. Without you know getting too yeah. technical, but it, you're providing the 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 system a stimulus, yeah. and it's getting used to that stimulus. So then it acquires that skill, and yeah. then it it allows for the yeah. movement to become, yeah. um, or a little bit more freer rather yeah. than a little bit you know where you where you yeah. start something that might feel awkward or harder to do. Um, but yeah, as we acquire and learn yeah. it and it, the body gets used to yeah. stimulating it that way, it tends to be a little bit yeah. easier the more you yeah. sort of do it. Yeah, and I, I've seen it. Yeah. It's not like you're talking up like rubbish. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. So yeah. I know yeah. that it works. And then I also know like too, like like you're starting there, you want to build it. So you want to get to your, increase your reps. Once yeah. you get to a certain point where, okay, you now you add weight. Yeah. Even if you fall back, you might do then one set with weight. And yeah. Do the next two. Yeah. Exactly. Things. So I've sort of got that knowledge just from my own yeah. sort of my own mindset and yep. drive what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I just want to go one step further. So there are times when we'll come into the physio and I'll say, "Look, I'm a bit like you'll say, like I'm a bit sore. Well, sorry, I'll say mm. I'm a bit sore in like my lower back or my hamstrings are tight or yep. gotta, you know um, whatever it may be, mm. and you'll uh, assess that." Like very quickly, you'll say, "Okay, this is where you're tight." But it, it, the thing that amazes me, and I suppose what I want to get to, is like you will tell me and say, "Well, it's not because of that. Mm. You're tight in your hamstrings because your back or your your middle back's tight." Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. by looking, and then what you add in there is like you say, "Okay, let's just stretch it out," mm. and then we lift. So you, you, I've heard you say before. Um, like, you know, stretch first, then add power. Mm. Like, do you want to just elaborate on that side of it? As yeah. Well? well, I guess 
Well, stretching is only really like a, a temporary sort of thing. It's not changing anything to the muscle or the tissue or anything like that, but we need to be able to move somewhat well. So if you're sore and you can barely move, yeah, lifting weights, squatting or deadlifting, you're just putting yourself at risk of getting injured. You know, um, not to say that you will get injured, but there's there's a higher chance. So, um, yeah, I, I generally, if people are sore or they're very tight and and um, irritable, or like there's a lot of pain, generally it's probably for me. I'd rather focus on those smaller things, getting people moving a little bit better first, whether that is um, stretching or foam rolling or you know doing sort of Pilates exercises, whatever it may be just to try and calm that down a little bit. And then from there, depending on the type of resistance training that we're doing, um, then would go into those sort of bigger sort of lifts or movements and that from there. So sometimes you've got to work the basics and the fundamentals before you then get into the to the more advanced or yeah. harder or heavier sort of lifts and stuff. Yeah, yeah and, and I suppose it leads into we were talking the other day, um, you know, um, we're talking about, for me in particular, um, you know, like we were talking about like just going walking and stuff like that. Now, you explained to me that you explained to me, for me, it's not it's not really actually going to, I think you said physiologically change unless you said you were, I was walking like on, a, on an incline. So yeah. What were you talking about there? Because- well, as humans, we're, we're mechanically most efficient walking. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So okay. we no, don't no. expend or expel a lot of energy yeah. when we're walking. Mm-hmm. If you were to power walk or to walk up hills on a significant gradient, different story because you're creating some sort of stress to the system. But yeah, if you're just going for just a general, a K or two walk, look, it's better than nothing. But if you're looking to get like a response or an adaptation, yeah. then it's probably not going to do a lot because we're so efficient as humans when we are walking. Yeah, because like walking is like the, the easiest thing that humans can do. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because it was, it was interesting and I sort of thought about it and I've been thinking about it for the last few days. I'm like, you know what? When I just like, for example, today or I had to go to a couple of meetings and then hmm. obviously come back here and set this up. So I was walking around Penrith and whatever and I did think about it. I'm like, you know what? All this does is ties me out. Mm. to do other things and and then i was kind of thinking like as long as as for me in my head i'm thinking as long as i'm doing um those actually putting time into my exercising doing my actual stretches or whatever we've been through or um different different sort of exercises i'm like you know what i'm probably better off just trying not to walk around as much Mm. as where i can avoid it but as long as i'm putting in that hour session of a leg, say a leg day. We mm. call it leg, I don't call it leg day. I just, yeah, it's yeah, a bit harder for me. But yeah, yeah. like if I, like, and it got me thinking. So the other day I went to the gym, said, no, nah, I want to go use the, you know, the sleds that we use. I'm going to push that around mm-hmm. um, straight away. I got that instant fatigue and everything in the muscle. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but yeah. So for me, it's like, as long as I'm getting that time, then rest, yeah. try and get that, it's not always ideal or easy, but if you can just get that right balance between, um, you know, yeah. um, okay, don't walk around and kill yourself because you're actually just fatiguing yourself. Yeah. For no actual benefit. 
training and well, rest is just as important as yeah. training. Well, yeah, go there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, recovery, sleep. Mm. You know, nutrition side of things, yep. diet. All of those things are just as important as you training. Yeah. You know, and you can't out train a bad diet. Yeah. You know, simple as that. So, without getting too much into the nutrition side of things, but. Yeah, yeah your your performance will be significantly affected if you are not sleeping well or if you're not eating the right things or replenishing your body with the right um, nutrients, um, particularly mm. with training and, and in the gym and lifting weights and all that sort of stuff. It mm. will really compromise yep. recovery, which will then lead to uh, poorer performance mm. uh, from a physical perspective. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, when I, when I say I go to the gym, like I go there and do what I – do like what you've yeah what i've been taught works for to help me so i'm I, I might sometimes just go there for like half an hour mm. i might have already trained at home yep drive there and then say right i only want to use that machine and that machine bang mm. bang get mm -hmm. it done because you know i might not be able to i might need to not be able to do it at home i might not have the equipment yeah but um just on the sleep um you know everyone obviously will tell you like it's very important mm. but um in terms of like like what is what for you like i suppose what's the ideal or what is what exactly so let's bring in things like sleep apnea and yeah. people might have different neurological or hormone problems that can't make them sleep yeah um what exactly is what are what are you trying to avoid sleeping because i think a lot of people have heard like you know you got to get your eight hours blah 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 but what actually is like we all know that that's mm. what i'm sort of getting at yeah um, yeah but what is happening is, um, you know, is it oxygen? What 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 is what is it? Which, so people understand from a sleep perspective. Yeah, yeah. So if you're regarding like CPAP and things All like that, that sort like, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So well, if, if someone has sleep apnea, it depends on obviously the type of things and stuff. Mm. But well, particularly for yourself, like if you you were wearing the the, the CPAP yeah, machine there for a while, um, because obviously. You were retaining too much uh, carbon dioxide, yeah, which increases your drive to breathe. So obviously, with sleep apnea, using that as an example, you know, depending on the type, it's an obstruction that causes more of your lung capacity to work harder in order to get oxygen into the or into the system. Mm. So what can happen over time is, or when you're in a deep sleep, is that your oxygen levels can drop. Mm -hmm. um, quite a little bit you know mm. some people very low below 90 but usually it's around that 90 to 92 where usually we we want people to be around 98 to 100 mm. but what that does is in that promotes a lot more co2 production or carbon dioxide which mm. makes your respiratory system work harder yeah so it's under a lot more strain yeah and that's why well, particularly, as you said, as you wake up or things like that, you are, or people are very lethargic, very, very fatigued. So mm. it's basically, in a way, working out in their sleep. Yeah. Because my understanding of what I've been told um, is that you, it's the, the blockage. So you, everyone sleeps and then, so it's sort of like you got to, um, so deep, deep, like as you fall asleep, you slide into a deep sleep. Now, yeah. if you don't have any restrictive problems or anything like that, mm that deep sleep you're not supposed to come out of it yeah you're supposed to stay in that for yeah. the majority of your sleep then slowly rise out of yeah it. yeah yeah um so i know for a fact that yeah it, it comes back to your snoring mm. so 
that wakes you up. Yep. It's actually the sound is actually waking you up mm-hmm. or you stop breathing. Is, yep. And then that's what happens. You stop breathing. Yeah. That's the blockage part. Mm-hmm. And then you come out of that deep sleep. Now, you might not wake up. Yeah. But you go up. Yeah. Down. So, you imagine as anyone will tell you have a nap. Yeah. You know, sometimes you wake up from a nap and you feel like you have, like you need a cactus. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah that, exactly. That, that's what's happening. So, you're going from snort like deep sleep up to you're awake again, but yeah. you're not actually, it's a subconscious thing. So you basically, to stop yourself from choking, Yeah, you wake, you, but you don't, yeah, it's not like you're sitting up in bed, going to sleep. No, no, you're yeah, it's just your sleep. body's response. Yeah. And then obviously you're sleeping, so it's not going to go all the way up to awake because you're not supposed to be. Mm. And then it'll drop back down in the deep. Now, yep. I think um, people like can do that almost, I think when I'd, got it done i think i was doing it like i think a hundred times yeah a night yeah so you got the pardon me um you got the the line mm. they show you what yeah you said it's like okay you've woken up a hundred times yeah throughout the night yeah. so therefore yeah. you know you, you know yourself you probably haven't got that good of a sleep but anyway yeah. fast forward i've found out a couple of different uh things that you know um i needed Mm-hmm. I don't use it anymore. Yeah. I've, so basically what I'm taking just takes me down to a deep sleep. Yeah. Yeah. When I wake up in the morning, I'm still like, oh, I'm a bit tired, but like, I know that that's because I've been exercising. Yeah. That's, you know, I could probably still, I probably still should after like a hard session, mm. but um, yeah, kind of, and I'm not saying it's, I'm cured. I'm just saying that whatever I'm doing at the moment's helping. Yeah. Like I go to sleep now, like, say, 9.30, 10 o'clock, for mm. a big day or early start or whatever, and it's like I wake up at like 7.30, oh, that was a good sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm not getting that. Um, I've just been asleep all night, but I feel like I haven't slept. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to – sorry, I waffled on a bit, but I wanted to talk about like the CO2 production, yeah. and that's actually what – that's that's what you want to avoid. Yeah. So with the sleep apnea stuff, I suppose it's kind of like if you've got it, trust – like you're better off – getting help with that yeah you know whether it's sleep studies or you know speaking to your to to your doctor and that about it and investigating it further because yeah if you're well yeah wanting to get the best out of yourself or train or Mm. whatever it may be your sleep is um Mm. yeah very very important you know because yeah that i did remember the co2 i just wanted to clarify yeah i mean i know you're not a sleep doctor no no um i just sort of just from a um physical point of view what it actually does um so i suppose um we sort of touched on like the we'll find like okay today you've actually got tightness in that muscle so until we can we're we're not going to do any weights on that until that's like released Mm -hmm. and i can tell everyone that's listening that um like it works yeah and then you'll go okay oh shit like that's gone now yeah Um, yeah and the other thing is too why does it hurt when you first start doing release work, oh, it depends on oh, it, it. It depends on what you're trying to do. But if you're doing like a, if we're trying to get a joint to move a little bit better, sometimes what will happen is the well, the pain receptors and the brain will perceive it as a threat. Mm-hmm. So it'll be it'll send pain to that area mm-hmm. or, or site or where you're feeling it. In most cases, as you start to try and get a bit more movement through that area, 
generally what happens is that it starts to release and it starts to feel a little bit better. So what we're trying to do is when we're doing those things to joints, for example, is that it's modulating the nervous system a little bit. So making changes to try and reduce those pain receptors signals from being up here to lower their amplitude a little bit. And that's why, particularly if someone comes in with a, a sore back and we and you give them a specific exercise, or if it's the right exercise, it should make them feel a little bit better the more they do of it. So like for you, if you're very stiff through your mid-back, that rotation mm. restriction that you do get through that mid-back, once you start moving it and adding resistance bands and, mm. and stretching it the right way, it tends to get easier and easier and easier the more that you sort of do of yeah. it. And I mean, I think that's pretty layman's terms. Like if you work on something, stretch it out, it's going to get thinner. Yeah. The right, the right, the right stuff because you can very easily yeah. give the wrong things and but, make people worse too. But do you look for that? Because I know sometimes, like you, you might not be sure, and you'll just go whack your elbow and just stick it in, like in between a rib or something, and go, "You saw there," and I go, "Yeah, yeah." You can I sort of tell move. based on the resistance, yeah. and so you're yeah. looking for that too. Like, yeah. you know, I, I'm smart enough to realize, like over time, um, where like, um. If it's sore, like don't stop. Yeah. Because I'm trying like that's what we're trying to achieve. Yeah. We're trying to get rid of that. Yeah. So that yeah, so the pain receptors, it actually is is it's a yeah. it's a telling you to stay away because I'm sore. It calms it down a little bit. But yeah, pain is mm. where a lot of this the research and things are going now, mm. pain is not really an indicator of damage. It's more a perceived threat. Of something's not right. Okay. So just because you're sore in your lower back yeah. doesn't mean that your back's damaged. No. And no, that's no. that's what people, uh, well, as I said, a lot of the research is going, but people find that hard to sort of comprehend. But I'm, like, but I'm sore here. I'm like, yes, that's true, but it doesn't mean that you've damaged your back. You didn't fall off a ladder. It just started hurting. So something has changed. Mm in that time to make it sore. Yeah. And then that's where we obviously find out and assess and treat but, to try and find that what could be yeah. contributing to it. But it's all it's really about trying to change and modulate those yeah. pain signals and those receptors to to calm yeah. down and then build up their function and capacity once pain is um under control. Yeah, well one one I understand is like sometimes like your back can be sore, but no, your hamstrings might be tight. But yes. you will find that no, it's actually not it's actually not in the hamstring. Yes. Sometimes it can be. Yeah, of course. But yeah. it, you'll say, no, 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 but it's more further up, could be even in the like the glute or the lower yeah. back. Like mm -hmm. that that's what I mean. Like yeah, I yeah. and it's funny you say that, and I'll um because I know myself, like when I get really, really fatigued, mm. my hamstrings tell me yeah. that I'm tired. Yeah. Nowhere else like yeah. my shoulder goes, Oh, you've really like, you know, I can I don't get that. Yeah. But with the, I know when I'm really fatigued, my hamstrings are just going, like, it feels like someone stabbed them. That's it. And there's reasons. And I know, like, I'll back off. Yeah. I listen to my, that's like, that's like my, yeah. Yeah. It's your body saying, okay, yeah. we've got to, yeah. we've got to bring it back a little bit or it could be bad. You yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, a lot of the times with it, well, with a lot of injuries, it's not where you're sore doesn't necessarily mean that that's where the problem 
arises as you were just sort of yeah. um you know sort of stating yeah, I was so, trying to relate, like, um but yeah point, and that's yeah. obviously where we come in because yeah a lot of the times like people can have a sore back from an ankle problem or a restriction in their ankle or they could have a you know they're, they're getting pain down their arm shooting pain down their arm but there's nothing wrong with their arm it's something that's going on yeah. in the neck you know that's yeah. Um, yeah, and that's where obviously we come in to yeah. try and diagnose and then treat yeah. and then give the right type of advice or yeah. an exercise or interventions to try and help, yeah. you know, or find out what yeah. what really is causing this problem, you know, versus if you yeah. were sprinting and you tore your hamstring, well, obviously, okay, there's an issue with the hamstrings, yeah. whether they're weak or, you know, whatever it may be. But yeah, a lot of the times you find where someone is sore, it generally... Yeah. isn't always a problem at that particular site. It could be contributing from a lot of other things as well. Well, whenever I, whenever I doctor Google it, so I look something up on Google to find out what's wrong with me, yeah. um, or like, oh, what's the anatomy? That's why I asked you, what's the anatomy of the shoulder? or the? Yeah. I, I had a look at uh, the anatomy of the forearm. Jesus, that's that's difficult because it's got the rotation. Complex. And posterior and, it's a lot of stuff. And you're yeah. just looking at it and I was just going, is that that muscle or mm. is that that one? Like, which one am I looking at here? Like, yeah. Um, I suppose <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. I had a good question. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So with you, like, they reckon that, and everything that I see, Doctor Google. Yeah. That I remember. So everything that I you start to see is like it'll always have like the nerve, the nerve part of the thing you're reading. Yeah, and it always says it could be your C six or I always yes. see those numbers. That yes, that is what causes your arm pain. Yeah, like if it's nothing else, if you haven't literally like been crushed yeah. or broke your arm like a bone or something, like mm-hmm. usually it's like there's pressure on that. And as I said, I'm doctor googling this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. not saying that that's yeah gospel. So don't go, yeah. you know, yelling at your doctor because of what I no, say. yeah. But it's hard though. That's the hard thing yeah. because. Particularly in health and healthcare, there's so much information out there. Um, there's so many people out there advertising and selling you off oh, this. This unlock your shoulders. Mm. This will fix your back pain. Mm. The new, the new gadget. You know that this is going to resolve everything. Okay. Like there's so much hocus pocus out there. You know, and people don't know what to believe because there's there's too much yeah. misleading information out there. And as yeah. you said, Google, same thing, you know. Um, yeah, but where yourself, I, I and what I say to a lot of my patients particularly as well is because even GPs get it wrong too. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not experts. Surgeons are not experts either. They they get things wrong no, too. And, and look, so they do get we. it right too. Yeah, they get it right GPs too. GPs can like yes. sometimes surprise you. Like, yeah. you oh, he's just a GP. He doesn't get like no. That's it. There are some out there that are like, you know, why why isn't your professor prescribed you this? I don't know. That's it. Isn't he higher grade than you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. why. And there's in every there's always those that will go above and beyond to try and get you yeah. the right care and help. Um, but then, yeah, there's also a lot that don't care and, you know, people take their word as gospel where they could have had something if they seeked other advice or maybe dug a little bit further, they could have resolved something many, many months or years before, before it turned into other sort of chronic conditions yeah. and, you know, we're treating a lot of other factors with it as well. So, Yeah, well, I think um, you put all that sort of together um, like – I think physios for me, like, so I'll explain to you what I think. Like, yep. physios for me, like, or what I've always said is like, 
physios are like, um, um, I suppose the difference between like an engineer and a mechanic. Mm. So an engineer may be able to draw all the, how it's supposed to work and understand how it's supposed to work. Yeah. Um, it's just generic terms. You don't get upset if you're an engineer, or yeah. you know, um, but like for me, like a mechanic actually is, he's, he's doing the oil change. He's doing, he's changing the fluid in the car. Yes. Yeah. He's actually undoing the bolts and dropping the clutch yep. and doing all this stuff. Like, mm. Whereas an engineer might know how to do it mm. or he's designed it, yeah. but he doesn't necessarily ever works in a mechanic shop and takes it yeah. apart. Yeah. Um, I guess that's the best way I can sort of explain like a physio. Yeah. Doctors prescribe. Yeah. Doctors do the tests, mm. but a, a physio actually is a mechanic. Like yeah. They will actually look at your body. And as we said about the stretching, about the, um, you know, like the slip, we touch sort of on everything. Like let's, and you guys are kind of, and sometimes it is like, um, let's see, let's try something. Yeah. If that don't work, let's go to plan B, plan yeah. C. Yeah. If plan D might be, okay, now we need to go to surgery. Yeah. Like that is the yeah. only option that oh, I've tried everything. Yeah. Like I have undone, you know, and again, back to a mechanic, you know, you've, you've changed, um, you know, you've done everything, yeah. you know, changed the oil, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but nothing's worked. Yeah. Okay. You need a brand new engine. Yeah. Kind of thing. That's kind of the way I'll, I explain it. Like you guys yeah. are hands on. Yeah. Like, well, we're trying to figure out the why. Yeah. You know, why is something hmm. presenting like this? What's happened? Hmm. And how and what avenues or what what tools can we offer to try and get that person back to the level that they were before mm. this sort of happened? Now, yeah. a lot of the times it can work. Mm. As you said, sometimes it does need to go down. There's other avenues like orthopedic or it could be, you know, something autoimmune related where there's other factors going on as well. But that's obviously mm. our job to try and identify yeah. those things quickly. And mm. then if it's something that, we can offer help with or if we can't trying to yep. get them to the right person that yep. could can offer that additional support as well or the right type of imaging that they mm. should be looking or no we need to be going down this avenue and exploring and digging a bit deeper here yeah well that's exactly how i found out yeah about what i got yeah so i was at a physio yeah trying to fix something that i couldn't do yeah and then over um like four or five weeks so i wasn't i was as far as i was concerned i hurt my back that's what I thought was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he, we did plan A, plan B, plan C. We stuck on probably plan C for like three weeks. Mm, yeah. And then he just kind of went, I'm out of ideas. Yeah. When I saw his senior manager mm -hmm. or whoever was running the practice, mm -hmm. um, just down here, they did a good job. I'm not, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. There's no reason why I left. Them. It's just time. No, no. Yeah. And I moved to another place. Um, yep lucky enough to find um you at mm -hmm. uh, one point which i'm very happy with yeah um but yeah like so a physio as as you just touched on and as i just touched on like they literally tried everything yeah to get me going yeah once it wasn't happening they had to go to plan d or plan e or whatever yep. it is um plan three or two one two three or whatever um and that was you need to go and see someone that specializes in muscle because there's something wrong. Yeah. And that's how I found out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like from that point, it took a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like 12 months or probably six months from there. Yeah. 
Um, but it was kind of like exactly what I'm saying, like and what you had said as well, is that you know it's it's um, your hands on. Mm. You're actually trying to fix it before it's like, um, oh, let's go and do that. I mean, some things like you know damaged bones, hips. You know, it doesn't take long for a physio to sort of realize, okay, this is not my, yeah, it's not muscular. Yeah, generally, yeah, and and look, credit to the physio as well. If it, if it's not, mm. and look, no, it's never clear cut. It's never a textbook yep. situation. But if you're as a therapist, if it's not behaving the way that you think it should, mm. it's not that. Yeah, there's got to be something else yep. going on. It's either you're missing something, or there could be something underlying that could be causing yep. the problem and that's where yeah exactly what he would have done where he's identified that and he goes hang on this isn't behaving the way that i think it should be behaving is it something underlying and if that's the case then we try and then refer people to to or to the right type yep. of people to then further in, investigate it yeah yeah no but i mean i i can't stress it enough i mean i first of all it's good just to like for me, like I just think like like the last couple of probably the last six weeks, I've probably been um we've probably backed it off a little bit. Mm. Um probably you know, so I know like what I said earlier in the in when we started talking, like you'll notice the difference when you stop. Yeah. And I've noticed so that there's enough education for me to say, well, you cannot stop no matter what. Um, nah. you gotta keep doing it because you are one you can see the difference yeah and then you can see yourself go backwards as well yeah but also too like and i know it's different for me because i actually enjoy i probably enjoy like as much as i like doing all the x like doing i enjoy like hearing that like the that like the analogies that you say about the yeah. body in that because yeah. it's like for me it's like oh that kind of makes sense yeah like that applies to so many things in, in yeah in, and then I, but I enjoy it. Yeah. So it's a little bit. For me, and that's easy, yeah. being a therapist. So yeah. for me, treating yourself, not to say it's easy, but yeah. I can I can give you a lot of things to work on because yeah. I know that yeah. number one, you're going to listen. Yeah. And number two, you're going to do it. Yeah. You know, versus 95% of the yeah. other population yeah. trying to get them to do one thing is yep. very, very difficult. So yeah. it's a skill in itself to be able to understand the person, what yep. type of person they are, whether they're actively listening to you, yep. whether they're taking you seriously, and are they actually going to do what they're told? Yep. You know, And that's where it's a skill that I've learned yep. over time and then I sort of adapt my treatment and style of treatment based on that specific individual but someone like yourself that's motivated that yeah. will go to the gym is he, um, happy to learn and listen yeah they're ones that i'm generally okay i will give a lot yeah. more to them because i know that it's it's going to get done yeah and i think i see it as like a some things yeah they i suppose i, I don't really get frustrated i don't think but i suppose it's kind of like i really enjoy like as soon as i like maybe a muscle or something that i can't do conventionally anymore Mm. And we find plan B or because yeah. I can't let's plan A's gone. A yeah. lot of things that I do are plan A's gone. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. Yeah. Um so plan B and then you do that exercise and you get the same result. Yeah. And you can't I kind of like get a kick out of that where yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. 
you know, we, we did some things the other day and you said, like, this is probably better than bench press. Of course. It actually, we've just actually replaced it. And I found another exercise the other day, which was a bicep one. Mm-hmm. And it was so, and I saw it on a, I looked it up, as I said, Dr. Google. I was looking at um, on like some bodybuilding page, different alternatives to working the long bicep. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the issue that we had. Yeah. We're talking about, and it was kind of like, um, it was a physio one and it kind of was like, um, so I had the dumbbell instead of like, so you do a hammer curl. Yeah. Right. From there. Yeah. Okay. Or, but this one was okay. So what you do is you actually you grab the weight mm-hmm. and you bring it up. Mm-hmm. So you take your shoulder out, and if you watch in the mirror, you can see your shoulder kind of go. Well, I'm not needed for this exercise. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? You're yeah. kind of using, and then instead of so instead of starting from there and going like that, yeah, it was here, yeah, and then roll it around like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it said in the in the. I don't know if it's the right thing to do, but that's what it said. And it said in the instructions, you should feel it exactly the same as an arm curl. Yeah. Like yeah. you should feel, and sure enough, yeah, I did it. Mm. And it was called some sort of roll. It was called, it was it's actually got a name. Yeah, okay. It's like a, um, and it actually said like pe- where people stuff up on this movement mm. is they try and lift the same they would on a, on a normal arm curl, mm-hmm. like a hammer curl where yeah. you probably, pump like you're swinging it up yeah yeah it says when you're doing this one because you're taking the shower it says like you should always drop the weight yeah until you but for me it's like well i can do hammer curls but you know doing it that way for me a it feels safer yeah but b i'm actually it, it's kind of like it's kind of given me an alternative to doing a hammer curl yeah and for me it felt safer Mm. It's like I'm slower. Mm-hmm. It's more, it's more like you're using more of your body. Like you're not swinging it. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Not gonna yeah. hurt yourself doing that. Yeah. So I found it really helpful. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. that's what I mean. Like I enjoy, like finding something. Yeah, and, and I can't do it sometimes, but that one I could, and I was like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah. It actually worked. Yeah, yeah. It feels like I've just done a normal, but it was entirely yeah easier for me, but mm. got a result. Yeah. And that's where obviously, well, what our training or any physio should do is have the ability to, if it's not working, how do we change it to try and achieve the same result? Do we need to change the, you know, the, the band, the resistance, the the position that we start in? Like they're all things that we've got to we'll consider when prescribing a certain exercise, mm-hmm. you know, and um, yeah, that's what any physio should, yep. you know, be able to do is find that sweet spot or find if, if something is not working, how uh, other ways can we achieve the same thing yep. without having to lift 25 kilos or yep. benching 40 kilos or whatever because there's, there's many, many other ways to yep. get to get the same results without yep. doing those big sort of lifts and movements and stuff. I think the last thing I want to touch on too is that like I know I just spoke about me doing my home and improvement arm curl yeah but um like i also enjoy it because it's safe yeah i can go there and it's like um well you know because if i've got to go to a gym and i've got to rearrange it um you know like we'll do remember we're doing those um those shoulder presses with the olympic bar oh yeah 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 yeah. ones where you like really yeah yeah yeah. it through yeah and like for you like to help me do that yeah to set it up 
because that could be the difference between me doing an exercise and me going, mm. oh, it's too hard for me today. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Too, but like, do you know what I mean? So it's, I safe, saying, yeah. it's a safe yeah. environment where I can come there, we talk about things, and then you can say, okay, well, instead of you standing up on that <laughs> and tying, I'll do that. Like, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I yeah, get that. Yeah. I yeah. think that's very helpful as well. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah. And I suppose, yeah, like, okay, yeah, you could go to a personal trainer. But yeah. They're not physios. And I'm, no. not, not, I'm not knocking anyone because they are there for that really aesthetic bodybuilding. Well, yeah, their their job yeah. is to guide you yep. through exercise. And they train you. They're not there to manage injuries. They're no. not there to diagnose pathologies. No. That's not their job. Yeah. Their, their job is to purely guide you yep. to participate in safe exercise. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And you also told me once that you hate going to the gym. Because everyone knows you're a physio, yeah. So they're I just, just constantly yeah, asking yeah, you questions. Yeah, I just I used to do it a lot when I was like younger, mm. you know. But now, yeah, I just yeah. like you're in the gym every day at work. I try and do other th- like just have variety, sort of different things, team sports. Yeah, you know, sort of doing my own sort of thing. Yeah, just because I, yeah. I I don't like to be, um, yeah, sort of distracted. I try and sort of take myself away from but- that setting because I'm in it. Yeah, all day working every yeah, day. Right. So it's more, it's more probably those sort of things, yeah. you know. Um, but you touched on team sport. Like, are you like the team physio? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, that's how that, it is. That's kind uh, of what I'm getting. Anything at. goes wrong, it's up to yeah. it's up to me. Where, where, yeah. Where's Matt? <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, no, or my boss thinks he's a physio. He's um, yeah, you know, or yeah, is that th- Michael? Yeah, yeah, okay. he thinks he's a physio because yeah. he's <laughs> he's come back from his Achilles rupture. So uh, oh yeah, oh, that, okay. Uh, so um. But that's, no. a, that's a big Achilles heel. He's tall. Yeah. Yeah. He did it playing soccer yeah, with us. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Took him through the rehab, but same thing. You know, he was more similar to yourself in regards to, you know, listen, did all did all the did right everything. things. He put the hard yards in and yeah. he was able to, you know, return to yeah, return well, to sport. So, But for me, like, who's not? Who's not going to like, okay, I've got this issue. If you do these things, like, and that's, I suppose, why I've got you here today because yeah. I want to explain to people that um, it works. Yeah. Like, if you are willing to put the work in. That's it. Like, and look, don't get me wrong. There are times where I've got other things going on in my life or um, sometimes it feels like a chore. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, um, that's that one, at least that one time a week, I say, okay, no matter what's going on, this is this the time. Is, yeah. Even if I don't exercise again till next session, as long mm. as that one session we're working on what I want to achieve or um, you know, that that's minimum. Yeah. But it is unfortunately it is you you have to put the work in yourself yeah. for that two, three sessions away from there. Yeah. Otherwise, you're, just, you're wasting your you're time. You're just not gonna, yeah. You know, and that—that's sort of my point. Like sometimes, yeah, it's like, okay, I—I—I've got, I'm, I might be busy with this or busy with uh, like deadlines for work. Yeah, of course, and that's life. Yeah, but but, that's, but, life. but that's, that's rehab life. as well. Yeah, you know, rehab is not a a linear curve going up. It's you're up, you're down, yep. you're flat for a little bit, then you then you're back yep. up. Like th- that's just a part of yep. part of the journey. But I think, and I've always said that to people as well, like doing it. Depending on goals and, and what we're trying to achieve from physio or, or the rehab plan, um, once a week is not enough. If we're just looking at purely the yeah. science in order to get yeah. a, an, an, a response, yeah. 
we need to be doing it multiple yeah. times a week. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's about as well trying to find that meaning to someone, that value and trying yeah. to get into their head that, that okay, this is why I'm doing it, yeah. you know, or, you know, the last thing you want to do is have someone going home going, well, what's the point of doing this stupid exercise? Like, why yeah. am I doing this crap? Because it's not going to get done. But if you can yeah. attach it and it's meaningful to that person, they're more likely then going to take that home, take yeah. that message and do it yeah. and get it done. And I think that's one thing, um, you know, I think you touched on it earlier. Um, you know, um, you you just said it then as well. Like, you know, if the person is eager to do it, um, then they're going to do it. Of course, but yeah. I think people don't have that knowledge and understanding, as I said, because I enjoy it. Yeah. And I've seen when I was younger before, like the – disease got hold of me mm. um not, not that i'm you know you know i'm worried about it right now but like yeah. um it is progressive mm. but you know i just remember when i was younger if you put the work in you'll get the result if you're exactly. not putting in the work you won't get the result yep. um in the gym or whatever and i think yep. that's what one thing that i want to get across as you as a patient of yours and of one point is that I already have that knowledge that if I apply it, I can fix it. Of course. And yes, within realistic expectations, as I said, and you said earlier as well, like unrealistic expectations, If you you can't have those. No. My expectations are this is what you are. Yep. This is what you're trying to improve. Let's do A, B, C, and D and see if we can get something. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, we find something that works. Yeah. But because of my experience, I can tell you all oh, that worked. Yeah. That's I can it. feel that. Yeah. Uh, that one, it's not really working. Like, you know, not, yeah. you know, and you'll immediately go, okay, let's try it this way. Yeah. Or let's try it this way. But I'm, I suppose because of my like understanding of like my, and I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just saying like, you know, if we do something for my show, like, like rows or something, like, I can tell you that that's not working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. you'll give me another exercise. I'll be like, ah, yeah, that's yeah. got it. Like, yeah. we're starting to get activation of the lats and everything like that. Like, I'm able to, I suppose that's what I'm trying to get across that I suppose you only, your patients in the, as I said, you are a mechanic. Mm. So your patient, what they're telling you is more, is just as important as what you tell them. Of course. So if you have to listen to the person, they're telling you, but they're telling you the answer. But you have the, you have that. That's exactly what you're doing now. Yeah. Finally, you've got someone like a doctor. Here's a script. Your yeah. Professor, get an MRI. Uh, it's nothing to worry about. Yeah. I've seen them like that's not, but you know. Yeah. But if you go to a, a physio, they might say, okay, we've got an hour. Mm. In that hour, if they're saying, you know, oh, that's, and that's what I mean. I think people are just, that's my point I'm trying to get across is that it does work. Yeah. But you just have to be patient with it. Of course, yeah. And I know there's a cost involved. Yeah, but, and that's the big limitation um, for a lot of people is it. obviously yeah. the the finance. But yeah. as human, well, human society, we always try and look for the quick fix, yeah, the quick answer, what's the next product that can hopefully get me out of pain or fix my problem or yeah. whatnot. A lot of people don't want to hear that things can take or an injury can take six weeks, 12 weeks, nine months, yeah. 12 months. They don't yeah. want to hear that. Yeah. You know, so, but can, it comes down to those expectations of yeah. as long as you yeah. are being realistic and knowing that this is what it's going to take to get 
to get better or this is the, the treatment plan that we're going to try and mm. um, adapt over that time yeah. as long as you put the work in as mm. well and I can give you those tools to try and help guide you to get to that yeah. point. Um. Yeah, that's what that's what we're sort of trying to promote. Because yeah, look, we'd all love to fix things in a week, and yeah. you know, but unfortunately, it doesn't work. But like it's that, that transactional and, thing too. Like I'm uh, paying you, fix me. Of course, yeah. Like, and people like, think of one, yeah. and you're always going to get those people. They'll be there once and never come back. You know, yeah. but they're the people you don't want to work with. You know, yeah, because they're just wasting your time and and their time. Yeah. You know, or they look for that quick answer. You know, it is a tough um, one because I mean, if you don't have that. If you don't have that education yourself, like diet and health, and I've never been, trust me, I'm, you know, never been um, mm. perfect in any of those areas ever. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, yeah, I think I, I've at least got a little bit of understanding, but I've seen the proof. Yeah. It's because I put in probably more time than other people where- The evidence doesn't lie. That's what I'm saying. The science and, does not yeah. lie. You know, to cap it off, exactly. Like, I know I've jumped around a bit at the end, but, like, I'm just sort of saying, like, you know, you can start with the, okay, we can't lift weights yet because there's an issue here with a body part. Um, it's your hamstring. No, it's actually not your hamstring. It's actually this muscle in your hip flexor yeah. is cactus at the moment because, you know, you couldn't do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's – you might just say, okay, it's not there. We've got to start. And then, some like, sometimes you'll just go with your elbows somewhere at the top of my hip and I'll just be like, like just feel like you just stab me with a knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah. you know, and then it's like you release it for 10 minutes, then I'll stand up. How's that feel? Good. Yeah. Now let's go and do some exercises like, you know, with, with that those muscles. Yeah, try and sustain it. Yep. Yeah, so I guess, and then like bring it back again, like um, if there's a lot of options. You've got to mm. find the option that works. Yep. And then it's a matter of... Um, you know, and then all your external stuff. So, how you been sleeping? Oh, the last two nights have been shit. Yeah. How you feeling? Um, not very okay. We'll just take it easy. Yeah. But you know, um, but we'll still, you know, you might just change it up based on that. So you, yeah, okay. I suppose you kind of like, um, as I said, you're a mechanic, so you're fixing everything. Mm. It could be sometimes that you know what, lifting weights is not worth it today. No. Because that needs to be released. Otherwise, when you walk and it's just going to get worse and continue yeah. to get worse until you basically can't move it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I Understanding suppose. the person, what headspace they're in at that period of time. Like it's all of it. The same thing. Like if you're coming in and you've had yeah. this and the family, this and that, and it's like, yeah. well, I'm not going to give you some piddly little exercises yeah. to focus on your head's not even in yeah. the space at the moment. Yeah. So let's just- like a Keep it the same this week. Let's just get your headspace right first and then yeah. let's reassess in a week or two once things have settled down and then yeah. let's get back. But but this is rehab. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's yeah. up and down. It's never yeah. linear. You know, yeah. you sort of go through rough patches there where it's not improving or you feel like you're flat getting nowhere. It's all a part of the journey as long as it trends upwards over you know the duration of time for however long it's needed for people. Um, but yeah, it's all a part of the journey. Yeah, no, and as I said, like a mechanic normally would know 99% of the time where the oil's dripping from. Yeah. Uh, it's coming from there or it's uh, it's a different color. It's mm. red. Yeah. This one's red. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, trans- yeah. Tra- you know, like et cetera, et cetera. And I yeah. suppose that's what you guys are doing too. And then, and I'm not saying that as a knock. I'm saying that as like, there's no, there's no um, element of the health that gets into 
so so I guess is holistic the word like yeah, so yeah, like yeah. overall that okay yeah, it's absolutely tendon muscle um, stretching sleep diet yeah you you guys and I know you've got a dietitian there and, and all yeah, that, yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah and all that sort of stuff there at one point as well so it's like yeah. kind of like can be anything that's affecting it um, but then once you identify it. You know, then there's that there's work in the background as well, where you kind of like. Um, but anyway, I'm waffling on. I'm just keep going around in circles. But you know, no, that's no, why yeah. I'm saying no, absolutely. Like, yeah, it, it's looking it, at it globally because yeah. even though we're yeah. looking at physical yeah. things, mentally, okay. spiritually, it, it it all ties into yeah. the approach of what we and, do as well. Yeah, and you're not a psychiatrist. It's just no. about listening. Okay, look, I think we should just back it off a bit. Yep, you know, or. And with me, like you know, there's things anyone really like. Let's back it off. It's you know, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then I think like the the end result is okay. We have got no chance of fixing this. Mm. Um, you've your muscles contracted. It's it's completely not not moving. Yeah. Um. You know, I think surgery is the only path that we can go down. Yeah. Um, and then it's in their hands. Yeah. And then guess what? When they're finished, they got to come back to you. That's it. You know, we've, we've released <laughs> That's it now. How it goes. So yeah. now you got to do rehab for yep. X amount of weeks. Yep. Um, exactly. You know, yep. So I think that's, yeah. Um, but I think we're at the end of the hour. I think we've gone a little bit over. So yeah, yeah. what you're at Blacksland now. How, how's that working out? Like what's working out? What's happening there? Yeah. So one point. Um, has merged with a, a company up in the Blue Mountains, mm-hmm. and they're offering physiotherapy services up on a mo- or I'm, I'm there on a Monday and a Wednesday just mm-hmm. to help try and promote physiotherapy mm-hmm. um, into the Blue Mountains. So I'm at yeah Blacks on Monday, Wednesday, but yep. then still working in the Penrith Clinic as you know yep. uh, for the remainder of uh, of the time or for yep. the rest of the week. Yep. Yeah, just trying to, to sort of grow that, you know, learning a little bit more about the business side of things mm-hmm. and how things work behind the scenes rather than Penrith where everything's sort of handed to you and, yeah. you know, life's sort of easy. Mm-hmm. You go in, do your work, you go yeah. home where it, uh, it's good. So I'm enjoying it and learning a lot more yeah. about it up there and how it sort of works and, um, yeah, just trying to yeah. sort of grow it up, yeah, yeah. In, into the Blue Mountains. Yeah, because it's yeah, it, there's a big difference once you start running the practices and start actually like yeah. scheduling staff and like I know that's all going to come slowly. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, it's good and it's a good, like it's good for you as well. As you said, you're getting that experience. Yeah, of course, on how which, other things work and you know, how you know, to grow a, a practice and things. Yeah. So for me, it's a mm. an opportunity I, I couldn't really say no to and I'm enjoying yeah. it and, you know, it's, it's it's good to, you know, it helps me get my name out there and that yeah. as well and, you know, um, you know, sort of, sort of keep things interest, interesting yeah. for myself as well. So, well, I'll put all your links and that on my, um, on this, yeah, yeah, so yeah. on the social pages and yeah. everything for, yeah. um, and on YouTube and yeah. um, Spotify. Yeah, no, that'd be so good. So everyone can. Yeah, if anyone's got questions, yeah. more than happy. You know, if you want to message me or reach out or, yeah, you know, any concerns, we can talk and, um, yeah. you know, sort of you know, give some more advice oh, or whatnot right. or have a look at things yeah. if you're injured or. Whatever it may be, so yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, more than happy I, to do that as well. I can't talk his up enough. I I know for a fact that it works. Yeah, and I'm I'm still committed, and um, obviously we've got a session tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. um, yeah, yeah. So looking forward to that. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I guess we'll just wrap it up there now. I I, I would like you to come back. Yeah, because I think that um, the more I think having you on here is is really important 
to, you know, in the first podcast I've kind of spoken, the first one was about me yeah. explaining to people, this is what's going on, surprise. Yeah. Um, you know, sorry if you didn't know, blah, blah, blah. And the second one was like getting other people that have got ailments. So there's like that connect. Third one was it meant like a father of a, his son's got, you know, all yeah, yeah, yeah. of autism. And then the fourth one was like a mindset coach. And then the fifth one is actually, there's actually work that's got to be done. You can't just sit there. Nah. in fairyland and actually not do something about it. You yeah, actually yeah. got to... So I guess um, the first five of the podcast is just basically like showing everyone that, um, you know, your health and, and, and mental health and physical health and it, it's it's everything. Yeah. It's all one big thing. You can't just like treat one or not the other or yep. et cetera, et cetera. And I just... That that's why you know I really appreciate you coming in. Yeah, no, thanks for uh, but having I'd like you to do it again. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, we can just you know um, try and make it like a regular for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because um, I, I truly believe that it's you know um, there's other things people swear by like chiropractors and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I swear by physios. Yeah, yeah. That's I know I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen the proof and the evidence. And it's, yeah. Um, but um, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Ben. I appreciate it. I enjoyed no it. Thank, Thank you. For coming.